Well, you know what I think. I'm a Christian. I'm not going to deny that. I do want everyone to feel comfortable, and that's why I'd like to talk to you about Jesus. Please do not go religious. Somebody's going to hell over there. He better not. Even the devil will speak the truth for, for his own purposes. This is war. Accept it. Back to Jerusalem podcast. Yeah, I'm back, and I'm armed with righteousness. With your host, Eugene Bach. He just seems like he's got it all figured out. He's a righteous dude. Yep. Hello and welcome to another Back to Jerusalem podcast. I'm Eugene Bach, your host for this time, and I am coming to you with a special nine-day Christmas message. Now, I need to ask for your forgiveness because during this time I have a bronchial infection that keeps me from speaking clearly, and on top of that, I am also recording these messages using my simple phone while traveling. Today I want to share a very special song that comes from the mission field in Burma. If you're not familiar with Burma, let me just share a very special story. In the early 1800s, there was a missionary from America by the name of Judson. He served in Burma for almost 40 years and he gave not just his life but the life of his family. He was not the first missionary to Burma, but he was the first significant missionary to Burma. And he was the first to translate the Bible into the Burmese language. He traveled to Burma with a man that you might not know that you actually know. His name is Luther Rice. You may not know his name, but you know some of the institutions that he has helped establish. He helped establish the Southern Baptist Convention, which today is the world's largest Protestant body, and they have the most mission funds that they send to the to the mission world, and they have some of the largest numbers of missionaries sent. I can usually spot them on the street almost in any country in the world. By the way that they dress, I can tell. I've literally driven down the street in China and said, that guy there looks like a Southern Baptist missionary. And when I was traveling one time with my old friend, Daryl, and I saw a white foreigner standing on the sidewalk, not far from the border of North Korea, I said, that guy there looks like a Southern Baptist missionary. He had the khaki pants, a brown belt, and a polo shirt tucked in. My friend laughed and said, yep, (laughs) that's right. That's a Southern Baptist missionary. Luther Rice founded 15 universities, one of those being an Ivy League school in Washington, D.C., known as George Washington University. It was founded to train up missionaries, missionaries like Judson. Judson, who he traveled with to India and then eventually to Burma. Before Judson went to India and Burma, he was a very young, smart, intelligent teenager by about the age of 16 when he went to university and he attended a university that today is called Brown University, also one of the elite schools in America. There he met a man by the name of Jacob Eames. Eames was an atheist, 
much like many of the people that go to Brown University today. Judson promised God that if he could graduate from that university, he would serve him. But when he made friends with Eames, Eames convinced him that maybe there was no such thing as God. Judson soon became an atheist, just like his friend Jacob Eames. One night they were traveling together and they stayed in a hotel. Judson could hear on the other side of his wall noises that were taking place that sound like his friend was in anguish. He didn't want to bother his friend, so he went to sleep that night, thinking of the noises that he heard from his friend Jacob Eames on the other side of the door. When he went down to the lobby the following morning, he learned that his friend had died during the night. Well, that was the end of Judson's atheist exploration. He decided to go back to God. He made a promise to God that night that he would give his life to serve him forever. He then went on to seminary. After seminary, he traveled with Luther Rice, went to India, met William Carey, and then went on to Burma. He was told that Burma was a waste of time. Burma was a place that missionaries did not go to because the Burmese were known to be very violent, militant Buddhists. Now, I know a lot of people, when they think of Buddhism, they think of ideas of very peaceful individuals, the Richard Gere or the Hollywood likes that follow after Buddhism like to talk about peace and love and tranquility, but it couldn't be further from the truth. You see, the country today that has the world's longest war is Burma, a Buddhist country. And that's where Judson was called. Judson went to go study the language because it was a very strange language. He studied for 12 hours every single day, and he did that for three years before he even attempted to preach. And when he did preach... No one listened. He tried to dress like the Buddhist teachers, so he wore all yellow in the same outfits that the local teachers wore. But no one listened. So then he changed his strategy and he dressed in all white to show that he was not a Buddhist. But still, no one listened. Soon he realized that he could be out on the streets naked and no one would listen. The Burmese were just a very hard people. To add to his discouragement, he and his wife had two children while living in Burma. And the second one, a little young boy about a year old, Roger, died. Then the king of Burma issued an order that anyone that changed their religion away from Buddhism into Christianity would be sentenced to death. Then, to add insult to injury, a war broke out between the British and the Burmese. And in 1824, the Burmese military came crashing into his home, threw him to the ground, and tortured him in front of his scared wife, and frightened children. They then dragged him off into a Burmese prison where he stayed for almost two years and almost died. 
After two years when he was released, he made it back home to his wife, who then died of an illness shortly after. She had just given birth to their third child, and that third child also died six months later. Nothing seemed to be going right. No one was listening to the message that he had. He began to translate the Bible, but it seemed to be a useless task. All of his loved ones were dead, and nobody in Burma would listen to the message that he was going to give. Until one day, a man by the name of Kotal Byo, who was a member of a tribe, a minority tribe in Burma known as the Karin tribe. He was looking for work and he was a violent man, but he took interest in this very strange foreigner. Soon, Judson hired him for a little bit of the odd jobs that he had around the office, and he began to share the gospel with him. Now, at first, he wasn't interested, but as he heard Judson share, he realized that the teachers in his village taught about an ancient people that used to have a holy book, and they talked about losing it. And they said that one day, white strangers would come from afar and bring another book that would tell them about the one true God, the God that they lost information about. About that time, another man came to help, and his name was George Boardman. He came along with his wife, and soon after meeting with this brother from the Karen tribe, they traveled back with him, and they were amazed at the response of the people. So many people that had this ancient teaching of white foreigners that would come and bring them the gospel was so embedded into their own teaching that they began to receive the gospel in large numbers because they thought that this was the ancient religion that was finally coming back to their people as the prophets foretold. George eventually died, and his wife married Judson. It wasn't long after that that she too died. George served for the rest of his life there in Burma. He came down with an illness. They put him on a boat and told him that he might get some uh, fresh air at sea that would make him feel better, but he didn't. He became so sick that he eventually died in the Sea of Bengal, and he was buried at sea. But he wasn't buried before he gave the Bible to the Buddhist people. He said that only a true gospel can be founded on God's written word. And that was the gift that he gave to the Burmese people. A Bible and a dictionary. You see, Burma is a Buddhist country. And Buddhists are violent, as we've seen in the most recent history in Burma. Today, more than 140,000 refugees live in camps along the Thai-Burma border, and most of those refugees are from the ethnic minority Karen people, the same people that Judson ministered to. He dedicated his life, and he wrote, all missionary operations to be permanently successful must be based on the written word. The Karen people are being killed today, being killed by Burma Buddhists. 
They fled their homeland to escape killings, torture, rape, landmines, and forced labor by the Burmese military regime. As far back as 1962, when the Burmese army took over the country, the military regime has changed names several times, but the Burmese continue to persecute the Karen people. They've had elections. They've had elections since 1992, but they refuse to hand over the power to the democratically elected government. The Karen are a Sino-Tibetan language-speaking ethnic group, and they make up about 7% of the total Burmese population. It's actually a derogatory term. The Karen is derived from a derogatory term that refers to those that are not Buddhists. Today, back to Jerusalem missionaries are serving in this Buddhist country. And one of the back to Jerusalem missionaries traveled with us to Xi'an, China. And she shared a beautiful song that she sings during Christmas time as a memory for the life that she's given on the field, just like the missionaries who have gone before her in Burma. This is the lyrics to her song. It says, I have no power of my own. I would like to offer my life, although I have nothing else to offer to you. The Lord has sent us to obey. Big waves of persecution and blocking have come, but we rely upon the Lord. The time has come for the warriors to win. Rise up. God has given us the land to seize the land as long as the will of God is carried out according to his words. The Lord will live with us in the promised land. This is the wonderful missionary as she sings this song during Christmas. Shout. 
wasn't that a beautiful song? She came to me and sang that song for the first time and I was blown away. She sang it with the minority melodies and named it, If You Would Use Us. I pray that that song blesses you as you humble yourself before Christ for the wonderful child that was born for us. And as we remember the peace on earth that he brought for Christmas. Again, this has been another Back to Jerusalem podcast with a nine-day countdown till Christmas. Thank you so much for for joining us, and may this continue to be a blessing for you. God bless.